This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. The highly anticipated drama series Shaga Ilembe based on the life of uh, Shaga Zulu, the legacy of Shaga Zulu, as uh, the producers put it, has uh, finally debuted on South African screens after seven years in the making. The 12-part series was brought to life by a phenomenal cast, which includes two of South Africa's biggest stars, Nomza Mumbata as Queen Nandi and uh, Lemohang Tsipa as King Shaga Zulu. But unfortunately, it's not the brilliant acting or the brilliant photography that's been the main talking point, but instead... It's been a rather unsavory and some distasteful commentary that's taken root on social media. So in portraying the role of Queen Nandi, Nomza Mombata, along with her other fellow cast members, had to wear traditional costumes that reflect the times that are being portrayed, which meant uh, very little coverage of the bodies of both the men and women, by the way, but social media descended into sexualized commentary about Nomzamu's body and specifically more about her bare breasts. So what exit about South Africans and what does it really say about us? And particularly, let's be clear that it hasn't, it has been mainly men that I've seen commenting on, but certainly not exclusively. Let's speak to journalists and gender activists. Khaupalelwe Palaitzilo joins us on the line. Good morning to you and thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Titi. Thank you for having me. Good morning. So what is your initial reaction, though, to the kind of uh, comment which I'm sure you have seen and observed um, on social media? Yeah. So particularly, um, I think because of the work that I do and the research that I've been involved in, mm. I wasn't completely shocked. Mm. I think a lot of us um, are shocked because... Um, you know, you, you would have expected people to only focus on, you know, the acting and the brilliance of the acting. I mean, Nomza Mombata is one of the producers of the show, which is quite brilliant and amazing and something that we South Africans should be really, really proud of. Mm. Um, but I think, Titi, one thing we are forgetting is um, in, in South Africa and in Africa, um, you know, we were colonized. Mm. And before colonization and before... I'm taking us back because it's very important for us to realize where the roots of, I want to actually even take it to hypersexualization mm. and not just sexualization. And I will tell you why I say hypersexualization because I want black men who are listening to this show to understand the roots of hypersexualization of black women and sit with themselves and ask themselves, is this really what the legacy of colonization and apartheid has left us with, and is this really the people we want to be? And do we want to leave the same legacy for our own children and our own sons and boys in our society? I say this because the hypersexualization of black women started, you know, when colonization started, just before the slave trade. You know, when Europeans would be very fascinated and appalled, mm. not just fascinated, by the dress code and practices of Africans, which included you know, the fact that we wore minimal clothing and we wear minimal clothing in historically as Africans because of the hot climate. Of course. It made sense, <laughs> mm. you know. Um, but the fact that we also practice polygamy, for example, made mm. them feel that, you know, oh, South Africa, I mean, Africans must be so sexually lewd and like so sexually insatiable, like there must just be something about them that's weird. That's how European looked at us. 
but mm. more specifically to black women, I mean, you would remember um, um, what happened um, to, 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 to um, what did they call her? Um, the lady who went to Europe and was displayed. Sarah um, Bartman. Sarah Bartman, you know. Mm. And if you look at Sarah Bartman, I, the reason I bring up Sarah Bartman is because Europeans were also shocked um, by the way in which African women's bodies were. Because usually we were much larger than um, European women. Mm. Our breasts are larger, you know, our, our, our backs are larger, you know. So because of that, it would be, that's how, you know, historically um, the hypersexualization of black women happened. And you would see with, with, with Nomza Mombasa, I mean, she posted that she had tabloids calling her, asking her if she did a boob job. You know, there's something wow. people are shocked about how her, her, her breasts look, which, which comes to from what, that. And I think yeah, to me, yeah. to what me, extent, like, to ask what yourself, I, why are you doing this? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, fair enough. I want to ask you this, though, and I want to ask you just uh, to ponder on it while I... Uh, uh, we, we're just going to need to take news headlines now and then we'll just uh, uh, complete our conversation. I just want you to point on the question that would the reaction that we have seen on social media been, have been the same had it been any other uh, a woman uh, who had played that, ro- that role? Or is this more reaction uh, to it being Nomza Mombata and uh, people maybe never having seen her in this way? I'm going to ask you if you'll just ponder that for a while and please stay with us for a little while longer. But uh, we're going to pause now because it is half past six. We get, let's get the latest news headlines. Power Breakfast with TT. Weekday 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. I'm still in conversation with Haupalelu Palaitzile, who's a journalist and a gender activist. We're talking about the reaction to, uh, well, scenes from the first episode of Shaga Ilembe, the new series that has just hit the screens on Mzansi Magic. All the talk being about um, Nomza Mombata's breasts, if we put it plain and simple, really, because that's what the focus has been. Thank you very much, Haupalelu, uh, for staying with us. Uh, I was asked, I asked a question to you before the news to say, to much, to what extent has a large, uh, uh, you know, to what extent has it been more about reaction to Nomza Mombata? Um, because, by the way, she was not the only person who was bare-breasted in the um, that was depicted in the in the film or in the in the series. There, uh, I think most of, most people are very skimpily clad because that's the traditional clothing of the time. Um, do you think there would have been this much uh, of a hoorah and uh, you know also this much of sensation had it been anybody else? Was it because people have never seen Nomza Mombata in this way? Yeah. I love that you asked that question because it brings up another point that we need to talk about, right? Um, obviously, it was, right? Um, and we can't shy away from the fact that it was. And I think the reason it was is because, firstly, they reacted the way they reacted because, one, they've never seen her like that, but there's a way in which men view her. Mm. Also because she hasn't, um, she doesn't dress that way normally, right? Mm. Men are not used to it. But mm. unless, also because she did it for a show, right? Mm. But if it was another situation where she did it in her own accord, let's say maybe the same way in which Pearl Tuse had done it, for example, right? Mm. It would be different. Men only want to see bare breasts and it's only acceptable to them and only calls for what they think is admiration, but it's actually sexualization when it's in their control. As much as they didn't ask Nonda to do that, they obviously acknowledge that she did it because of the show. And mm. in their mind, they are rationalizing that she wouldn't normally just do it, right? So it's about their control. Again, it goes back to how Europeans came in and said, look, 
you will only show your boobs according to how we want them to be shown and how we want you to show it. And we will take pictures of you and we will show you off the way in which we want to. Again, it's still the same thing. It's just the difference here is it's, it's, it's targeted at mm. one specific woman. And they think it's admiration and they think it's, oh, my gosh, because I saw on Twitter a lot of posts saying, oh, but we are admiring it and you're telling us it's hypersexualization. Because it is. You reduced an entire episode. You made a trend in South mm. Africa about someone's breath yeah. instead of making a trend about the brilliance of the show and the work that you could have admired that she had done besides how to her be, body yeah. Yeah. I have noticed, though, the similar phenomenon happening now around the redance, particularly the redance in Eswatini. And it's a fairly recent phenomenon. I don't know whether it's related to social media and the fact that that it just happens to be the toxic platform that it is, where also, again, there's this sexualization of women who show up. Uh, in fact, it's maidens that show up at the, the read dance, according to my understanding of how these works, uh, how, how these things work, is that it's young maidens who show up. So it's in a very particular uh, context. But yet there's become a, a trend now where, you know, um, even the commentary around it is very sexualized. Yeah. I don't think it's something that, 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 that is new. I think it has historically been there. But it's more worse now because of the generation of the generation of today. It goes to show you who was raised when <laughs> and what was happening when mm. they were raised. And I think our generation um, carries a lot of the legacy of the West. It carries a lot of the legacy because we were born during a time where people were clothed most of the time. A lot of us saw, you know, bare-breasted women on TV when the read dance was being advertised. I mean, I didn't grow up in a community where women walked around mm, bare-breasted, mm. right? So I come, I, I I'm literally carry the legacy of colonization where, you. you know, people started wearing clothes and so on. So the generation also, you, you know, it gets to show you which generation is now vocal. <laughs> and this generation needs to sit back. But also, Titi, I think um, we need to come to a place where we admit that our society as South Africans is misogynistic. Yep. Not only do we sexualize other women, but we sexualize children. Mm. Um, and it's a problem. It's a massive problem. And I don't think we should leave it as just conversations. Elections are coming up next year. These are mm. one of the questions. This is one of the things we should ask, you know, the people who want to take up power and the government that's in power and wants to continue. What are you going to do about the preserve, like the really hectic misogyny that we have right. in this country and the fact that a lot of um, rape and sexual assault happen because of the things that we see. Most people will say, I'm over-exaggerating. They'll say, oh my gosh, but it's just tweets. Mm. Why are you talking about rape? But these are the things that enable... There are consequences to these things. Yeah. 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 And these are the Thank you so much for sharing some perspective on this and uh, yeah, your insights. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Titi, for having me. Have a, a good show for them. You too. Bye. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Uh, she's a journalist, gender activist as well, and also self-describes herself as a feminist. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.